Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode 11 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. In today's episode, I'm going to teach you how to put some fun back into your weight loss efforts, which will go a long way to making them last. Before we get going on today's episode, I wanted to spend a bit of time reintroducing myself to anybody who might be finding this podcast. Now, if you go back to episode one, there's a longer introduction about myself, but I'm a family physician working in British Columbia, Canada. I work in my family practice office, but I also have an interest and certification in obesity medicine, and so I run a weight management program for patients that are local to uh, Prince George, where I live. And I have been doing that for three years. With this podcast, my focus is on physicians who are struggling with their weight. And I offer private one-on-one coaching to help address any things that are difficult to do on your own. And the reason for offering this service is that I've been there. I've needed to lose weight and I've struggled with it for many years and I wished that there was somebody out there that I could just hire and have them have a second look at why I was doing the behaviors that I was and help me figure out how to fix them. And through all the training I've done through obesity medicine and my own personal path, I think I am that person for you now. I can help you look at what you've tried for weight loss and what has and hasn't worked as well as those behaviors or habits that just keep staying around and that you keep getting tripped up by. And I can help you figure out solutions for them that will last uh, for a lifetime. And in light of today's episode topic, we can have fun while we do it. Uh, I think it's helpful to have somebody that is supportive, is non-judgmental, but can really help you figure out what you need to do in a fun and friendly manner. If this sounds like something that would be helpful for you, head over to the website at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab. From there, you can book an introductory session, which is free. From there, we can just have a chat and get to know each other. And you can let me know what you feel you need help with. And I can let you know what I think I would be able to help with. Uh, So head on over and click on it and let's chat. I'm looking forward to it. And now a quick break to review a disclaimer. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. And now back to the episode. All right, we're back. Let's get into the meat of this episode and let's have some fun. Today, it is cold out still. As if you've been listening, you know that's been a while where it stayed really cold. Uh, But it is blue sky and the sun is coming up earlier and staying later. When I took the kids to their music lessons last night after dinner, it was still light out and that was the first time and it feels so different from doing everything in the dark. And then this morning, taking the kids to the bus, it was light out and you could tell it was going to be a sunny day and it just makes my mood so much better. 
starting to see more and more light. So I'm in a good frame of mind for today's topic. All right, so let's talk about weight loss, which we talk about every time, but let's talk about it more. Uh, so most people, when they approach weight loss, it's almost with a bit of a sense of drudgery. It's often with a sense of blame. It's often with feelings of failure from previous attempts. And that's a whole lot of negative emotions kind of lumped in. And if you listen to last week's episode talking about negative emotions, or if you think about how you usually respond when you're feeling emotionally lousy, negative emotions aren't really going to get you anywhere. Uh, Like we talked about, they will happen and you can't stop them from happening. And you can learn to tolerate them and let them be there without changing your eating habits. That was what we talked about last week in the podcast. But if there's things that you can do that lessen the amount of negative emotion you have in your day, it's going to make things easier. So this is my five tips for making weight loss more fun. It won't always be fun. There'll be days where you don't really want to do this. And we've talked about that before where Those days, you just need to buckle down, lean on your good habits where you just keep going and you keep doing what you know works. And then you wait for a day where it does feel fun again. But you don't use it not feeling fun or not feeling motivated as an excuse to just revert back to your old habits. There is an element where you need to just put your head down and keep going. So the first tip for making weight loss more fun is finding the right mindset. So again, like I said, often weight loss is thought with a lot of negative thoughts and a whole lot of baggage from previous attempts. And so as much as possible, try to let that stuff go. Try to, like we talked about in the first episode, use an approach using curiosity, thinking of this like a science experiment and try to let go of that blame and and failure and all that negative stuff that you might be holding on to. It's not going to help you, and you're going to feel a whole lot lighter and enjoy this a whole lot more if you can just work on letting it go. And I talked about this in episode one as well, but so often we approach weight loss as almost a punishment that we have to do this because we've been so bad and we've done all this other stuff wrong and we're not measuring up to where we expect ourselves to be in some way and again that doesn't help that creates extra negative emotion which then causes you to have actions that don't support your weight loss generally and with that I'm thinking back to episode seven which was about using Brooke Castillo's thought model to figure out your thoughts and then work on managing them so they affect your actions and your results in the way that you want them to. So losing weight is fine. And I think wanting to lose weight is fine. It doesn't mean that you're not being nice to yourself or that you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Because I think there is some messaging in the media that either everybody should be super skinny or we shouldn't think about weight at all. And I don't necessarily agree with that. But what I think is you should lose weight for the right reasons. So lose weight and work on losing weight because you want to feel physically better. And by that, I mean, not so much how you look, but that you want to be able to do stuff in an easier way and you want something different for yourself. But don't 
work on losing weight because you are completely unsatisfied with yourself currently and you're feeling that you have to fix this in order to be happy or to measure up to some goal. I think if you go from that standpoint, it will be a harder path and it's not going to be enjoyable versus if you go at it from I care about myself, I love myself currently, and this is what I want for myself, the path will be much better. So to summarize that point, approach weight loss with a positive attitude. Think of it positively, believing yourself, but also approach it with curiosity and not blame and do it for reasons that are positive for yourself not based on self-image issues or strong dislike of your current size or weight. Okay, so second way of adding more fun to the weight loss experience is to choose non-scale goals. So if all of your goals are focused on what the scale says, there are going to be times where you aren't happy with that. We can manage everything that we eat and drink and be very careful, but sometimes our body doesn't do what we want to do and the scale doesn't show what we want it to show. And that doesn't mean you're failing. It might just mean there's water retention or your body's just shifting things and isn't metabolizing stuff in quite the way that simple mathematical formulas would predict it should And you just have to be patient with yourself and keep doing what you think will work and let your body do what it needs to do and follow along. But if you're only focused on weight or size, that can be really frustrating. And I see that a lot with people I work with that there's small fluctuations and we tend to slightly ignore the small fluctuations down or we minimize them and we really blow up the small fluctuations up and make them mean a lot more than what they need to mean. So it's okay to follow the scale. And I think weighing yourself regularly does keep you aware of what's going on and keep you focused, but you have to just let it be a data point in your process, in your experiment. It can't be a measure of whether you're failing or successful um, because that'll throw your moods around throughout the week and even throughout the day if you're weighing yourself more than that. So choosing some goals that aren't scale related, they don't have to do with the number on the scale that you really want to work towards for yourself. And it's helpful if they are also things that you'll get there faster if you stay focused on your eating and being physically active, but they don't have to be. So following along from point one of just having a right mindset and treating yourself nicely Maybe some goals that you want to work on have nothing to do with your size or your eating, but they're goals that will make you feel happier and more satisfied with your life in general, which will then make it easier for you to stick to what you're trying to do with your eating and your physical activity. So to give a personal example, uh, like I've talked about before, running is important to me and it always has been no matter what my weight was. But there was a time where running was really difficult because of my weight and I was getting injured a lot and I was the slowest person amongst our friends. Uh, And so a lot of my early goals when I was working on losing weight had to do with just 
being able to run consistently without being injured, um, being able to keep up with my friends. And then as I've progressed, I've changed those goals and set goals that are more time focused for races. Uh, I have a particular friend who's always been faster than me. And so it's still a goal to uh, beat her in a race, though I haven't done that yet. And the point of these goals is they take your mind off the drudgery of the eating and what does it equate to on the scale and they get you more focused on living, but living in a way that supports the changes that you're trying to make. Um, so I've done a worksheet and you can download it off of the website page for this podcast. It's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash fun. And if you scroll through the blog post, there'll be a link to download the PDF for a worksheet. And so it'll list some, help you generate some of these ideas of what could you focus on that isn't scale related. I think this is also an important one as you do lose weight and you're moving more towards where you're feeling quite physically comfortable. These types of goals can help keep pulling you and keep making you stick with changes as you move further along towards your weight goals. So the third tip is to find some foods that you really enjoy eating, that you're very happy that you're able to eat with your particular plan, and make sure you include them regularly. So if all you think about what you eat is everything that you're not able to eat and how you wish you could eat other stuff, that's not going to bode well for long-term weight loss. That's setting up for feeling deprived and then when our brain feels deprived long enough it'll just revert to old habits so finding things that you are excited that you can eat so the thing I like about eating a lower carb approach is there's lots of foods that previously when I did Weight Watchers or I tried to do the classic low-fat calorie controlled uh, I couldn't eat or I felt very guilty when I did try to eat and so I like to include some of these foods in my uh weekly plans and I really enjoy them when I have them so for me I think I mentioned it in one of the earlier episodes but hot wings are one of my favorite foods and I used to never eat them or like I said when I did I'd feel guilty but now I eat them pretty much weekly and uh, they're one of my go-to orders when I go to a restaurant as long as they don't bread their wings and I really enjoy that and I have no sense of being deprived when I'm at a restaurant and I just eat wings and some vegetables. And so find something like that that's for yourself that you really enjoy that can give you that feeling of there's no deprivation here. Uh, And plan it regularly. Now one thing that we will talk about in a future episode is entertainment from food. And so I think it's good to have foods that you enjoy and you get good satisfaction from. What you don't want to do is wear all of your satisfaction and enjoyment in your day is coming from what you're eating. That just drives your brain and makes you want more food and will make you more likely to eat off what you've planned. So do include things you want, but include them in a structured way and also purposely choose and plan other ways to entertain yourself. Because if you are just mainly using food as entertainment, which I think is true for a lot of people in North America, it can feel really difficult to figure out what you would do instead. And so again, on the worksheet, there'll be a spot to do some brainstorming about that for yourself. 
the fourth tip for making weight loss more fun is to set yourself up with some challenges. So this is similar to the goals, but this is kind of making mini goals for yourself as like a game. Like, okay, let's see if I can do this. I'm going to try and do this. And if I get it done, then I get a reward. And so examples would be like getting below a certain weight. And I would suggest smaller amounts for this, not like losing all your weight. But I often, for some reason, I don't know if you've experienced this, but those 10 pound marks are like barriers, which are totally just a mental thing. There's nothing about the 10 pound increments that make it difficult for our body to get through them. Your body has no idea what it actually weighs, but it's our mind that that getting below that number and switching to a different digit is, um, feels like a barrier and we can mess ourselves up. So for me, I often use those 10 pound increments as like my challenges, like, okay, let's focus down and get below that next 10 pound increment. And if you set yourself up with a non-food related reward, such as getting your nails done or having a hot bath or giving yourself an hour to go do whatever you want in the middle of a workday or anything that sounds enjoyable to you, it will help drive that. Other challenges you could use is like tracking your food for a week straight. Um, Getting a certain amount of physical activity and consistently Uh, in a week. Think about what would be enjoyable for you to work on and set essentially little competitions with yourself. Uh, Try to drive that competitive nature and make it work for you. Uh, The next and final tip I have for making weight loss more fun is to do it with friends. So having some form of support is really helpful. And if you happen to have friends or a spouse that's working on the same stuff as you and is willing to do it in a similar way, that can be really helpful. That means, you know, when you have people over for dinner, you can plan a nice meal that is completely consistent with what you eat without worry that you have to make all sorts of sweet goods, etc. to just appease the people that are coming over. Um, Friends can keep you accountable which I think is really important. I think the one caveat is sometimes friends and spouses can also sabotage you or can you, it can feel like they sabotage you. And I think with that, the importance is that you remember your actions are always your own. And if people say stuff or offer you things to eat, they're allowed to, that's their prerogative, but it's up to you on what you make that mean and what you do about it. So if a spouse is constantly bringing food into the house that you wouldn't eat, it can feel like you have no choice but to succumb to it in the evenings. But that's really just your brain kind of telling you the story it wants you to think. And there are other options that you could do about that. So I just bring that up and we can talk about that more in another episode. But if you are reaching out to more friends and more spouse, sorry, more spouses and your spouse or other partner Uh, as support, I think it's important to recognize that they are human too. And sometimes their actions aren't going to be what you want them to be, but you are still in control of your own actions and what you think about their actions. The other place to get some support or accountability would be, uh, social groups such as Facebook groups, etc. 
All right. So those are my five tips and to summarize them, uh, using a good mindset with a real positive approach to weight loss will always make it more fun. Focusing on non-scale goals that may be supported by your weight loss efforts, but aren't dependent on what the scale says will help it be more enjoyable. Choosing some foods that you do enjoy that are on plan and making sure that you schedule them in regularly so you feel satisfied with what you're eating. Set yourself little mini challenges or be competitive with yourself to try to push yourself and see how far you can go, but also give yourself rewards for that uh, so that you're earning things that you want. And then make use of your friends and other supports around you uh, to make it more enjoyable. I'd be really curious to hear how you're going about making this process enjoyable for yourself. And so either post it on the website under weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash fun, or send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And remember when you're over on the website, download the uh, worksheet that I'm posting over there to help you keep working on this. The other thing to make sure you do when you're over on the website is to sign up for the email list. Um, I send out a weekly newsletter with some extra tips and discussion that isn't on the podcast or on the webpage. And uh, there'll also be some recipes and other things that I find helpful. And so if you want to get the most of the content on the website, there's uh, at the bottom, there's a link to click to sign up for the weekly newsletter. Uh, And I think you'd really find it helpful if you're finding these podcasts to be helpful. All right, have a fantastic week, guys. I hope it goes well. I hope you have lots of fun this week. I would love to hear about how you go about doing that. So send me a line and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.